Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. My name is Derek Frisbee from DF Sports, and today we are here to talk about a guy a little bit more. Um, this guy has been mentioned in trade talks. He's been on fire in camp. And he's just a hot topic right now as a whole. So we're going to dive into talking a little bit more about Donovan Peoples-Jones. So before we do, please be sure to check out the Dogs Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Please be sure to like this video, drop a comment in the comment section, subscribe to the channel. And if you want to get your voice heard on the show, thedogspodcast.com is going to be your way to do that. You can leave a voicemail. We will let you know what we think about what you think. And if that's not enough for you, jointhedogs.com. That's going to be your way to join the Patreon. You get an extra after-hours show, Discord, fantasy football, text chat, ton of things going on in there. And also, please become a member. 99 cents a month. You get some fancy stickers in the chat. We will know that you are a member if you do so. We would greatly appreciate it. So, one other thing before we dive into this. This is from me. Um, I've been doing this for a couple months now, month and a half, two months. I want to know your guys' feedback on what I do here and what I contribute to the Dogs Podcast because you got to understand, for you people who are listening to this, you know, there might be a thousand people who watch this or listen to this and, um, you know, it's different on your end. You know, I'm sitting here looking at my computer screen, talking into a microphone it's not like I'm having a direct conversation. So I can't get feedback unless you tell me. So I want to know, Are you, do you like what I do here? How can I improve? If you don't like it, give me your feedback in the comment section. Or guess what? If you're in the Patreon, you can talk to me directly. So I would appreciate it if you guys would do that. And if you have suggestions on topics to talk about or what to change up, let me know. I would greatly appreciate it. And all feedback is welcome. So with that being said, uh, let's get into this. So Donovan Bulls-Jones, DPJ. Um, just to give you some quick background on DPJ for anybody who might listen to this or watch this who doesn't know a whole lot about him, DPJ is 6'2", 204 pounds. He is 24 years old. He was drafted 187th overall of the sixth round in the 2020 NFL draft uh, to the Cleveland Browns. So that's kind of your quick bio on DPJ. Um, this is interesting, right? Because as I mentioned in the intro, his name has been a really hot topic. And I've been talking a lot about the Browns receiving core. Uh, I've said a lot of things about DPJ. And a lot of what's come up recently is because of DeAndre Hopkins. So I want to address that real fast because I'm not going to talk about Hopkins in every video. But I'm going to make myself look dumb here a little bit. I'm going to go back on my word uh, about Hopkins. Because in the last video, I said I pretty much think it's a lock he's coming to Cleveland. I no longer feel that way. I don't think that the Browns are out of the running for DeAndre Hopkins. However, things have changed. Because now the reports coming out of the Browns camp are that they are happy with the receiver room and they're not looking to make any big additions or major changes, and I believe it. And it's because everything that we've seen out of camp, right, 
Deshaun Watson has been absolutely on fire in the OTAs and whatever different camps and practices that are going on right now. He's been on fire and so much to the point that beat reporters and media members who despise Deshaun Watson and hate Deshaun Watson are saying he looks like a completely different player than last season, which is to be expected if you are a football fan who doesn't put such an emotional reaction into something. Having a guy with the talent of Deshaun Watson getting back to playing at a high level is not a surprising thing. Um, It's a great thing if you're a Browns fan. But what people aren't talking about with that is look at the clips and look who he's throwing to. You've seen clips of Cedric Tillman, rookie, coming in, making plays. Uh, Marquise Goodwin, a guy who I said is flying under the radar, who is making probably the best plays so far, as far as like the deep bombs and connecting with Deshaun Watson. Amari Cooper, who is to be expected, he already had a pretty decent connection with Deshaun in the six games last year. Um, But you combine that with everybody who you're seeing right now, DPJ's got clips. David Bell, for the love of God, David Bell is connecting with Deshaun Watson. And Elijah Moore looks like he's going to be the best receiver on the team. So it's not even just that Deshaun's playing at a high level. It's he's spreading the ball around. And even Darden. Jalen Darden is somebody who I might make a video on later. Probably not. But, you know, he's an interesting player to pay attention to because with the rule change, and especially if the Browns don't get DeAndre Hopkins, Jakeem Grant isn't really a necessity anymore as far as the kickoff rule change. And possibly a guy like Darden makes the roster. Who knows? Um, but that's why I think the um, the situation with Hopkins is kind of dwindling down a little bit because I believe I don't think the Browns need him I said that but I don't think it's to the point where we feel like it would be a big addition is kind of what I'm getting and like I said Deshaun spreading the ball around as much as he is and receivers having the connection with Deshaun that's the big selling point with DeAndre Hopkins is that connection so if everybody's on the same page I think the odds that the Browns get him have gone way down. And like I said, I believe that. Now, just to wrap up on Hopkins, I don't, like I said, I don't think the Browns are completely out of the running, but I think we're kind of a plan B or C now, where if DeAndre makes his visits, because he's going to a bunch of different teams right now, and if he doesn't get offers that he likes and the Browns come back late, and say, hey, we can give you this, you know, come play with Deshaun, then I see it happening. And that's why I said the longer it goes on, the more it favors the Browns. That's I still sort of feel the same way, but I do think the odds have drastically gone down just because of what we've seen out of the Browns training camps and out of everything we've seen so far from the current receivers uh, that we have. So, There's that. I'm sorry for rambling on DeAndre Hopkins. We'll move on. Hey, Browns fans in Ohio, we have an offer from Caesars Sportsbook that you won't want to miss. New customers can get their first bet on Caesars up to $1,250 
All you have to do is use our code DOGSFULL at sign up. If you use with our code DOGSFULL, you will not only have your first bet insured, but you will also be directly supporting the podcast. So if you have not signed up for Caesar Sportsbook already, join with our code DOGSFULL, that's D-A-W-G-S-F-U-L-L, and drop your first bet. This offer is only available for new customers who are 21 or older and are physically present in Ohio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gamble problem call 1-800-GAMBLER see podcast description for the full terms dpj so a lot of people don't know this about donovan peoples jones coming out of high school class of 2017 he was a five-star recruit number two receiver in that class behind i'll say his name i mean i'm sure you know, might not get a great reaction to say his name, but behind Henry Ruggs, right? It is what it is. Nothing I can do about it. I'm just reading you the facts. But he was behind Henry Ruggs, but he was rated higher coming out of high school than Devontae Smith, T. Higgins, Jerry Judy, and many, many more. Guys like Jalen Rager, who exploded in college and was great. So you got to understand, DPJ, as far as just a prospect and athletic build and everything like that, is an elite, elite player, prospect-wise. Now, college, different story. He was good. He was really good. But he was playing with terrible quarterbacks. Shea Patterson, guys like that. And ended up, like I said, drafted 187th overall to the Browns in the 2020 draft. And... um. I was thrilled. Great steal. Obviously, as we sit today, we know that was probably the biggest steal for the Browns in recent years as far as that late of a draft pick. And DPJ in his rookie season caught 14 of 20 balls, 304 yards, two touchdowns, and that was in 12 games. So I'm going to go ahead here and uh, pull up the stats so you can see them on the screen. And um, just to show you from a visual standpoint here, what DPJ has done in the NFL. Uh, So looking at this, DPJ has had a really good career so far in the NFL. Like I said, rookie year, 304 yards, two TDs. Uh, caught 14 of 20. That was his rookie season. And then in 2021, he uh, he improved quite a bit. Caught 34 of 58 balls, 597 yards with three touchdowns in 14 games. So as you can tell, the re- the relying on DPJ went up drastically from 2020 to 2021. And he performed, but not at a level that a lot of people thought he would dpj was somebody we thought could step up and be the number two um and he put up solid number three yards so those were two seasons with baker now look at 2022 uh with jacoby Brissett and then deshaun watson for the back half 61 of 98 catches uh 839 yards with three tds and that was in 17 games so very interesting looking at the numbers uh, for DPJ, at least to me personally. I think it's interesting kind of the numbers that he put up and especially looking at the different quarterbacks that he played with. That's kind of the factor here, too, because the conversation 
about Donovan Peoples-Jones is looking towards the future. He's in the last season of his rookie contract. And when it comes to making a decision on these guys, I'm on the record, and I still believe this, the Browns drafting Cedric Tillman was the replacement for DPJ because there is such a high value on X receivers in the NFL. DPJ... While he can play multiple different spots, that big body, like I said, at his size is a rare, it's a it's a rare thing right now. You don't have the Calvin Johnsons, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, big guys like that anymore. That's why you saw Drake London get drafted high, even though I don't like him and I don't think he's a great, great player. Um, the size and the contested catchability is what teams don't really have, you know, a ton of there's not a whole lot of these guys out there. So that is part of the reason why I think DPJ is on his way out. And there was really two guys in the draft this year um, that stood out as far as the X receivers. And we got one of them in Cedric Tillman. So you're not going to carry two guys who have the same skill set. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Browns fans, you know that rooting for this team alone can be a serious cause for therapy. But let's be real. And guys, you know what I'm talking about, whether you want to admit it or not. Sometimes we're just not okay. And it's okay to not be okay, but it's time to step up and do something about it. Talk therapy is a tremendous avenue to dealing with the stresses and anxieties we all face in everyday life. As men, we often experience the weight of providing for our families while trying to appear as strong as possible, but trying to hold it all together creates a ton of pressure, and BetterHelp provides a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you understand and manage your emotions. Look, we all have big feelings and we all go through rough times in life where we just need to talk through things. BetterHelp lets you talk to your therapist whenever and however it's convenient for you. You can video chat or call, or you can just send a text message to your therapist whenever you need to talk. And you don't have to worry about whether your therapist is the right fit for you because you can switch anytime at no additional charge. Unlike traditional talk therapy where you have to adjust your schedule to fit into the therapist's calendar, BetterHelp is completely flexible and allows you to schedule time to talk that fits your calendar. Right now, get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash dogs. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash dogs, D-A-W-G-S. Give it a try. Try it out for a month and just see if talk therapy is right for you. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash dogs. Take back control of your feelings and give BetterHelp a try today. The the projections for DPJ, so numberfire.com I have written here. Projects that DPJ is going to go for have 43 out of 70 catches, uh, three touchdowns, and 611 yards. So I actually disagree with that a little bit. I wrote my projections. I think DPJ is going to have somewhere around 52 uh, catches out of 83, 720 yards, and between five and six touchdowns. Now, the reason why I say that is because Looking at his last season, right, only had three TDs, but his yards went up drastically. I think it's going to be reversed this season, you know, with a full year of Deshaun Watson and the other guys that we've brought into the receiving room. I think DPJ is going to be used more as a red zone target, which is something that has been talked about a lot, but we haven't really seen it 
come to fruition yet. I think this is the year it happens. I think his yards go down a little bit because you got to understand Amari Cooper was a thousand plus receiver last year. DPJ put up 839 last year and looked really good. Now you bring in Elijah Moore, Marquise Goodwin. I think the yards are going to kind of dwindle down a little bit outside of Amari Cooper. I think Amari Cooper is still going to put up his numbers. But I think you're going to see decent numbers spread across the board between DPJ, Najoku, Elijah Moore especially. And it's just more so about filling the role for the each of these guys. So I think DPJ's yards go down a little bit. I think maybe his targets go down a little bit, but his touchdowns go up. That's how I view DPJ's year this year. And as far as projections in a new contract... 15 to 20 million per year is probably what you're looking at for DPJ. Now, just for comparison, this is uh, from two years ago, right? And I was looking at guys uh, similar to DPJ in the NFL and kind of what they got contract wise. Corey Davis is 6'3, 209 pounds at 28 years old and signed a three-year, $37.5 million contract in 2021. That puts him at 12.5 per year. So about the same size, similar skill set, but I think DPJ offers you more. I think DPJ, as far as his time in the NFL, has been a better football player than Corey Davis. That's just my personal opinion. Um, you know, And DPJ has constantly progressed throughout his career, where – you know, when you look at Davis, it's like he's been good, but he's not he's not gone to that next level, at least in my opinion. He's always been really good, but not great. DPJ, I think, has shown that he's gone from being a late draft pick to being really, really good, and now he's on the verge of great. And so far, what we've seen in the Browns offseason, his connection with Deshaun Watson has been really good. There was one play uh, where it was like back at the end zone. Right, high pass, and DPJ just snagged it. Incredible catch. That's what I see. I see DPJ being used as that red zone target, and being four years younger, you're going to get paid more. These wide receivers are getting paid more as it is. And, you know, with his skill set, he's got decent separation and solid speed. I think it was it was rough his first year, somewhat into his second year. But last season, I think DPJ showed a little bit more separation, a little bit more run after the catch ability. And he's he's been a fantastic contested catch receiver. I mean, he makes plays that kind of don't make sense how he caught that ball. But he does, and he adjusts to the ball at a high level. And, you know, for a guy like that who is on the younger side, 24 years old, going into a second contract, I think DPJ is looking between 15 and 20 million per year. The Browns aren't going to do that, okay? The Browns, as much as I love Donovan Peoples Jones and want him to remain a member of the Cleveland Browns, they aren't going to pay that. I just can't see it happening. Unless he would be willing to do a one to two year deal on a somewhat team friendly contract where Andrew Berry can do what he does and kind of front load the money, big signing bonus, all that jazz. And maybe, maybe, but probably not because 
you're in a rough spot as far as how you're going to work this cap situation out because Amari Cooper have to make a decision on him. DPJ have to make a decision on him. After that, you're sitting pretty with Elijah Moore for another year, but then you're going to have to extend him. And you might think about extending him next season if it works out. So Andrew Barry's got a lot of decisions to make. Now, comparing Cedric Tillman to DPJ. Tillman, to me, is essentially a more athletic, faster version of DPJ. Now, that that sounds all well and good, right? But the thing is, we've seen DPJ do it at the next level. We haven't seen anything out of Cedric Tillman yet. So I'm not going to say that, hey, move on from DPJ because Tillman's great. We don't know. Right, That's a wait-and-see situation. However, as far as being a prospect and the same abilities, I think Tillman is DPJ just a little bit better. And for me, that's why I believe that the Browns will make the decision to move on from Donovan Peoples-Jones because our offense is not going to be an offense that is just a lob it downfield, contested catch offense, right? Kevin Stefanski, even despite us passing more this season, which according to Deshaun Watson, the offensive playbook is totally different, uh, which I think is a really good thing, you know, because it's going to be his playbook, right? But that doesn't mean it's just going to be a four vert, every play just launch at 60 yards and hope it you know, it works out. That's not going to be the case. It, Kevin Stefanski's offense, no matter how much you want to tweak it, as far as the passing game, is going to be a timing and rhythm offense. Now, does that mean that we're not going to go off script and Deshaun's going to have to be a playmaker? No, of course that's going to happen. You know, that's, that's football. But with that being said, you have other guys on this roster, you know, Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, David Bell fits that role. As far as, you know, if the play breaks down, find a way to get open. DPJ is your chain mover. You know, at his size, with his ability, he's the guy you just throw it up to and you hope it works out. That's not the complete style of the offense that we're going to be running, in my opinion. So, you don't need to keep two of those type of guys around long term. And I know that might be a little bit confusing how I said that. I apologize. Um, but my point being there is like, that's not going to be the focus of the offense. So why would you keep DPJ and Tillman both on this roster long term? It just doesn't make sense. Um, you know, and if the Browns were wanting to add a receiver, and keep DPJ, they would have went with a Jalen Hyatt type who's going to bring something different, you know, that speed aspect. They literally drafted DPJ 2.0 in Cedric Tillman. It makes too much sense for the Browns to move on. Now, would I trade DPJ? No. You know, if you don't get DeAndre Hopkins, absolutely not. If you do get DeAndre Hopkins, I would consider listening to offers. And here's why. You know, I mentioned it, the rarity of having a receiver at that size with his ability, 
who's progressing and has gotten better throughout his career, it's rare, right? And on the open trade market, I would take calls. You know, if you got DeAndre Hopkins, you know, and you gave him a two to three year deal, I would take calls. I would consider it. But at the same time, I I don't know. It, it just, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense as far as trading DPJ, because why not get the most out of him this year while you can? You're in win-now mode, right? Keep him on the team, figure it out, and, you know, after next year, whatever happens is going to happen. But, again, looking at some of the players who are getting paid at the wide receiver position and the numbers that they're getting, especially the types of receivers that DPJ is – there's just no way the Browns are going to keep him around, right? Unless he just loves Cleveland, Ohio, there's no way the Browns keep him around, in my opinion. And um, I think the wide receiver room will be fine without him because I think it's a simple transition. DPJ steps out, Cedric Tillman steps in. It's just going to be a matter of filling out the room aside from that. So it sucks i hate to see great players leave i was thrilled when we got dpj but this is the new reality for us browns fans you're gonna have to let good players go that's just what it is when you have a quarterback who's getting paid what deshaun watson's getting paid guys are gonna go out the out the door it's just gonna happen you're gonna see it next year probably with somebody like a grant delpit you know you're gonna see these guys that you like and want to keep around walk out the door it's just unfortunate that dpj is probably gonna be one of them but it is what it is so with that being said um let me know your thoughts what do you think about it do you think there's any chance we keep donovan peoples jones um past this next season what do you think he's worth on the open market because again like i said Corey davis got three years 37 mil and he's four years older, and that was in 2021, right? The contracts have gone up, DPJ's younger, and um, I think he's going to get more than that. Like I said, I'm looking at 15 to 20 per year. Now, the guarantee part is interesting because, you know, you could pay somebody $100 billion on a contract, but if $10 million's guaranteed, you know, It is what it is. But anyway, let me know your thoughts. Uh, Again, my name is Derek Frisbee from DF Sports, and uh, we will see you in the next one. Go Browns. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.